Welcome back, digital creators, to another episode of the podcast. In this episode, I chat to Kyle Smith, owner of Aero Records, a record label and YouTube channel with over 330,000 subscribers, which began right here in Perth. Kyle is living the content creator's dream, but it didn't start off that way. I chat to Kyle about what it's like to work late nights at Woolies, fail over and over on YouTube before slowly building up his channel to make enough to go full time, and even hire employees based in London. If you're a DJ or a musician, you might want to listen closely as he gives his advice to DJs who want to give their music out there, but rarely any creator can use this advice for their craft. That and more coming up. Stay tuned. All right, guys, we are live in the studio. I'm very excited about this episode. Um, I'm here with Kyle and Kyle and I just finished a photo shoot. Is that for your Spotify? Yeah, Spotify, Instagram, kind of every social media basically, yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, so just met Kyle today, but um, what's really cool is you've got your own record label. Yeah, so we've got, uh, so it's called Aero. Yeah, I've been doing that since like 2013. Yeah. Uh, yeah, mainly on YouTube. So started off in 2013, kind of just getting tracks from SoundCloud, uh-huh. like free downloads, kind of like hidden gem sort of tracks. Yeah. And then just uploading them to YouTube and yeah, just kind of making a promotional sort of channel. Yeah, so basically it's um it's like royalty free. Is it royalty free music? Uh, at the time it was. Now no. Um, we do a lot of remixes as well on the channel, which have you know we have to get permission from the labels, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Due to copyright. So yeah, back in the day, yeah, it was mainly just royalty free, free download tracks. Yeah. And um, you've got like three. How many? Three hundred and I think three hundred and twenty-eight. Right now, not three hundred twenty-eight yeah. thousand subscribers. Yeah, which is like huge for a YouTube channel. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't even think I'd hit like a thousand, which you're about to hit. Yeah, so <laughs> congratulations. Almost a yeah. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, so like three hundred twenty-eight. That's I still can't even like get it through my head that it's that much. Yeah. Yeah, and so you're like a full-time YouTuber. Yeah, so full-time with YouTube and the label. Yeah, so kind of a dream. Kind of yeah, which true. is yeah. like a dream for a lot of people, including myself to like have a channel that big that you can actually live off. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's pretty incredible, but it um, definitely didn't happen overnight for you. No, so I was kind of just started YouTube in like 2008, 2009, kind of like 12, 11 years old, just kind of like mixing up ideas, yeah. kind of what to do. I was doing like reviews and stuff like this, nothing to do what, with like music. What, what sort of review? Like, oh, just kind of what? anything kind of what I bought. Like remember those like ripsticks back in the day? Yeah, yeah. Like kind of like that, just like a review, like a 11, 12-year-old would kind of do just yeah and then kind of found music like drum and bass literally the channel started as a drum and bass channel mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know that and then uh was, wait as an 11 year old it was a drum and bass channel no 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 no. okay <laughs> that yeah oh no so oh you start another another channel yeah so i was just back and forth with channels kind of like ah oh, i don't feel this one delete it start a new one. Oh well okay yeah until like maybe 2012 2013 where I like, was like, okay, I see these like music channels. That looks quite cool. Doesn't seem like there's a lot of work involved with that. I'll give it a go. And then, yeah, started Arrow. Kind of just, yeah, from there. And it started as a YouTube channel, didn't start as anything. Yeah, else. just a YouTube channel, just kind of getting tracks from SoundCloud, putting them on the channel, just kind of promoting like other people's music. Because SoundCloud back then, like a lot of people weren't really using it. Yeah. And I feel like YouTube was a bigger platform. So yeah. I was like... Yeah, I feel like those because I like I like love house music, so they kind of like push the tracks on there. Mm-hmm. No way, yeah. So, did it mostly start for people looking to listen to music, or were they looking to like download music or like find new music? 
I don't know. I just kind of just put them up there, really. Um, did you, when you started, did you kind of have in mind that you wanted to make it into like a profitable thing? No, no, it's just, just a hobby, kind of get back from school, something to do. Yeah, so I never really thought about the long term at all, like even making any money from it. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like that's kind of the best way to go. Start a YouTube channel that's like a hobby. Like don't look to make money from it because if you're doing that, then you're going to get impatient. Yeah, it's not going to yeah, happen. Yeah. It's, a, it's a very long game. Definitely, yeah. And like, um, yeah, take me back to sort of the start again. See if I can find the button. No. <laughs> One of these. Is it removed? Oh, there we go. So take me back. Yeah. <laughs> take me back in time to the beginning. Um, you said, you know, obviously you can't stay – start making money um, from the beginning. You just got to keep on uploading and uploading. That's it. It's got to be consistent because I put no money into like Facebook ads or anything. I don't think those were even a thing at the time. I'm not quite sure. But yeah, just kind of uploading consistently. I tried to get like one upload done a day, which yeah. is like just get home from school. Download Like go on SoundCloud. Oh, that, that track looks nice. That's pretty good. I'll, uh, I'll upload that. Yeah. Kind of just grab an image from like Unsplash or something. Yeah. Yeah. And that's basically it. Just on After Effects. Picture, track, render, upload. That's it. Uh, what did you have to do in After Effects? Literally just drag and like, drag and drop the image, then put oh, the track the in. Logo. Yeah, and then just have my the Aero logo on, on top of the picture. That was basically it. Oh, cool. And how long did it take you to get that 1,000 subscribers? Um, oh, it took a while. I'd say maybe like a year or two. Um, well, basically 2013 I started it. Then in 2015 it got like taken down for copyright on YouTube and I had about 8,000 subscribers at the time. Oh, wow. So I was like, oh, that's a bummer, right? And then... Because uh, you have to have three strikes. Yeah, got you? three strikes by the one artist. So literally oh, I didn't even know. So I woke up the next morning and the channel, the channel was gone. So How do you get three strikes on one person? Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just kind of I had like a few of his tracks on the channel and he probably didn't like it, which oh, is fair okay. enough. Like, you know, I didn't I asked for permission. Back then I didn't know anything yeah, about yeah, copyright yeah. and stuff. I was literally just uploading the track, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so... 2015 then i started again and then so you had to start a whole new channel yeah i didn't Jeez, nah, from zero or? yeah from back from zero so it probably took like six six months to a year for everyone to kind of like find me again come back wow and then yeah i'd probably say a year from that thousand subs and then once i hit the thousand then pretty rapid growth from there really oh okay yeah but it, it took kind of knowledge like previous knowledge from youtube and learning and playing around with it to kind of yeah to, to grow that quickly again yeah with music you got to be really careful like especially <laughs> nowadays like yeah you got to get permission from like everyone even the pictures that you're using like you know you, you didn't you wouldn't want someone to rip your picture and stuff yeah, without yeah. permission so yeah. yeah there's a lot of like that sort of stuff involved yeah and um i guess did you always have the dream of uh, earning a full-time income from youtube yeah it was always there like it'd be awesome like i'd watch like the other youtubers making a living from my life yeah, that'd be that would be awesome, you know. I don't have to do like a nine to five or whatever. Yeah, kind of just on your own time. And did you ever like kind of doubt yourself? Uh, not really. Oh, it's so kind you of just kind of always knew. Like if I'm if I'm consistent you know, with it and just yeah. keep going. I, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So you, you you didn't like doubt yourself too much. And what about your like parents and stuff? Oh, because at the time I was I was earning like maybe. Well, I told my parents I was doing it, and it was probably like 2016-17. I was earning like literally. Mm, below minimum wage like nothing yeah, really like part-time and then they, they were like oh you got to get like a job and all that yeah and which yeah which is fair enough but 
yeah, I tried to I tried explaining to them the concept of it, and they, you know, wouldn't get it. My dad's like a like a trade, like you got to get out there, you got to work. Yeah, yeah. So, did you have to have a part time job as well? Or you just yeah, I eventually did. So I just worked at like Woolworths night night fill. Oh, cool. Yeah, did that for maybe like two years until I could like yeah fully leave and make my like make a living out of it and kind of support myself. Yeah. Nice. No, so you'd like hustle Woolworths, um, night fill, and then the next day you'd like work on your. Yeah. So do that. Get home. Maybe do a bit of work. Go to sleep. Wake up, and then kind of do it again. Yeah. Cool. Is that? So what's what's like a day in the life um, of a full time YouTuber? At, uh, <laughs> Aero. Oh, if you tell everyone, it'd be like waking up late, maybe like <laughs> ten, eleven in the morning, and then just kind of. You got the freedom so you can go out maybe go to like Starbucks or Dome, like maybe take your laptop there, kind of work from there, have a coffee or whatever. Yeah. And then just kind of go hit the gym, come home and then just kind of check emails, listen to music, submissions. Like that's kind of day in life really. Cool, so cool. very, uh, very relaxing, I guess. Yeah. Awesome. And have you been able to like connect with different people through the channel? Like, yeah, 320,000 is like, that's a lot of people listening. Yeah, connected with like similar labels around that sort of subscribers. Um, yeah, uh, well, I can name a few maybe like Thrills, Later Sounds back in the day. Um, got in contact maybe Selected. Uh, they're a big German label. Cool. Um, yeah. So, yeah, around that, yeah, a few. But they're mainly over in Europe, so not much in Australia. Oh, yeah. yeah. And um, does your most of your income come from YouTube ad revenue? Or yeah, other things? mainly yeah, maybe YouTube, YouTube revenue at the minute, and a bit from the label right now. Since we've kind of just over a year now on the label, so yeah, not much from the label right now, but mainly YouTube revenue right now. Yeah, cool. And um, do you have other artists on your label? Yeah, so we've got a few like artists that are consistent with us at the minute. They keep sending in their tracks, which is cool. Um, I think one of them's got about four or five releases on our label right now. Oh, so it's not it's not only you finding music and people submitting music. You also have kind of your artists and then you're promoting their music? Yeah, sort of. So they're not actually contracted to us. They can still submit their tracks to other labels. It's kind of just like, yeah, they kind of like our sort of style on the channel and they've kind of like as a fan in a way kind of sending it to us and yeah, yeah. we're releasing it so yeah uh, okay because they can grow an audience through your channel yeah so i feel like a lot of people right now are submitting their music because of the channel because uh we get like maybe like ten thousand views on a video and there's a minimum and then like it could blow up so so yeah the label yeah we're still trying to just grow the label right now and yeah it's basically yeah. and have you had um many videos kind of blow up like what kind of uh we've reach? had a few yeah um i think one of our most popular videos is just hit like 31 million views which is pretty crazy oh. and i think that was from tiktok because a lot of people in the comments oh. are like yeah it came from tiktok what one is it um i think it's the yamad kadzi uh play do you have it on your phone uh yeah i can get it on youtube yeah <laughs> i think it's like a remake of a really popular track back in the day yeah um because everyone's like oh yeah this is like a remix or whatever oh cool yeah uh, yeah yamad kadzi's day Hang on, let me just skip this ad. Let's <laughs> see if you can find it. Yeah, because for me, um, TikTok's a good way to kind of grow my photography stuff. But then for you, you probably want to focus more on like that music. Like, Yeah, so I'm a noob with TikTok. I don't know the first thing about it. I don't <laughs> even have an account on TikTok. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, mainly we've just been advertising through like Facebook, Instagram and that sort of stuff. Um, but, yeah, here's the track, by the way. Uh, so. 
just like the old separator track back in the day. I can I can see why that would be big on TikTok. Yeah, I haven't actually heard it, but yeah, I can definitely see why we like. People would know the original. Um, oh, but yeah, it's, that's, like a, it's a remix. It's kind of like a remake sort of thing. Yeah, kind oh, of a okay. remix. Yeah. Are you allowed to have um, like what's? Because um, I'm interested because for me as a content creator, um, I used to use just trying to find royalty free music on yeah. YouTube, and then I um, was with I was downloading music from Epidemic Sound and stuff. And yeah, even some of my videos got like flagged for having uh, copyright music. So yeah. I've got to kind of be careful with that. Now I'm with um, Soundstripe, which is like another subscription platform. But yeah, for you, what is kind of allowed? I guess so most remixes do get flagged. So I don't make anything off, which is understandable. So the la- we usually get permissions from the, the actual record labels, which allow us to keep it up there. Yeah. But then not taking it down for copyright. Um, sometimes they share 50-50 revenue. Sometimes it's zero for us. Um, sometimes they fully whitelist it so we can earn like 100%. Uh, it kind of depends on kind of what they're thinking at the time really. But I feel like since my channel's grown at that like 300 whatever subscribers, yeah, um, they're like fine 000. with it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they're kind of fine with that because it gives like they'll like flag it for the, and they'll get all the earnings from it. So they're happy with that, yeah. I'd say, yeah. Have you, do you know any other YouTubers in Perth? No, no. You don't? Maybe a couple of friends that do it, but yeah. other than that, no one really serious. Yeah, because, um, yeah, you're the first person I know that's gone like fully full-time on YouTube. Yeah. Um, but even when I started YouTube, there was like just, just a couple people mm. trying to do it. Um, why do you think there's not many people in Perth or uh, doing it? I feel like it's most people around the world. I feel like people are very impatient. They kind of like want that success or want any money straight away. And I feel like a lot of people just give up. Yeah. Right? So uh, I don't know. Because like in America, it's very it's quite quite common for someone to have a YouTube channel, be like yeah. earning money off social media, be on social media. Like if you're walking down the street, you might see someone blogging um but here it's like it's it's weird if you see someone blogging and making content yeah i feel that way as well like i felt like that if you pull out your camera and start taking pictures everyone's like looking at you like oh yeah what's he doing exactly you feel too judged here i mean for you you don't have to do it luckily (laughs) (laughs) do you you feel like that i really you got used to it um so i definitely i'm still like i would prefer to start my vlog in my car just like don't have well, for one, it's like easy to have the audience stuff. Yeah. Right? But then, two, you don't have a lot kind of people looking at you. And yeah, I think it still does bother me. Like if I, if I wanted to vlog down a street, like I can do it, but yeah. it's still like uncomfortable. Yeah, I feel like that's probably the reason why most people don't want to do it because they kind of don't want to go out get out of their it, shell yeah. in a way. Yeah, yeah, I'd probably say that reason. And also, yeah. yeah, I guess they don't. Um, yeah, to make money off it, it takes like a very long time. And um, it's, yeah, just maybe we're still early, very early. Like, do you feel like? Yeah, I think maybe we're as a country behind in a lot of things. Yeah. Compared to the US and maybe lots of countries in Europe. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But I think if you look at the trends, like, yeah, we're always kind of catching up. So at some point we probably will have more people 
earning an income online. I mean, even with Instagram, you can see more people starting to get into personal branding. Yeah, I feel like that's going to be the thing in however years to come. I feel like a lot of people are going to be earning just from the internet yeah. and their businesses and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I think, yeah, it's just a matter of time before there's kind of more YouTubes um, out there. But, yeah, it's inspirational to see someone like you just like yeah, cheers, man. literally can kind of like wake up and do what you're passionate about. Yeah, that's and like the one thing I love about it is literally freedom. Like you don't have to go into work. And, and you just, just enjoy every day just doing it, yeah. just emails and like connecting with people. Yeah, there's some stress there as well, like emails from companies and stuff. Like, but yeah, overall, what are, the, what are the stressful things? <laughs> can't, can't all be um, again dealing daisies. with like a copyright issue that yeah. can be a bit um, stressful at times. Um, also, when you're trading like Spotify playlists and stuff, you've really got to keep up to date with that. Got to like track oh, it. Oh yeah, down. the playlist. So you got. Um, Playlists on Spotify. Do you have any, any other platforms? Mm, Spotify, we've got a few playlists. We've got our Deep House, Chill House, Tech House. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and then just the YouTube, nothing really else. Uh, also SoundCloud as well. We've got a SoundCloud. But mainly that's it really for pushing our stuff. Yeah. And is that only Aero, uh, the music from Aero on the Spotify playlist? Yeah, they'll mainly be our label releases on SoundCloud and Spotify as well. And then So just your label re- releases, not anyone else's no nah, we would just stick to our label releases on soundcloud because oh, cool. again it's like another copyright issue and oh and that, yeah so because i'm trying to understand how it works because yeah with um with the music like that you put on spotify and youtube do you own that music or is it like partially owned uh by you and okay so artists? yeah the stuff we upload on soundcloud and spotify is 100 percent us right yeah so um, some artists will use their royalty-free vocals, which you're allowed to use, and then yeah. or they'll get someone to sing it, and then we'll sign it, and then that's like to us. Like, do you, are you saying you put that together, like the vocals and? Oh, they'll do all the tracks and stuff. They'll yeah. put all of that. They'll organize all that, and then they'll send the full track to us. And if we like it, we can sign it, and then oh, we okay. own the rights oh, to okay, that. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a. It's very common. Yeah, I've learned everything just from scratch. Like, I haven't gone to uni to study any of this. It's kind of just like on the spot. Yeah. Like, a lot of mistakes have been made um, for me. Yeah. So, it's like just a lot of learning on the spot. Yeah. Yes. I'm still like learning a lot. Like, I feel like I want to do like a business course. Yeah. To kind yeah, of like yeah. get 100% of the knowledge that I need for this label. Yeah. Because there's a lot of mistakes that I've definitely uh, done. Yeah. Yeah. So, you kind of. At the very beginning, you kind of just like jumped into it. You're just enjoying doing it. Yeah. And then um, when you started to realize that you could make like a living. Oh, yeah. When was the when was that moment you were like, oh, I'm actually like making a living from this or I can. Make uh, I'd probably say like 2019, early 2019. I feel like the end of 2018, I was earning like, yeah, all right. And then all of a sudden 2019 hit in January and then this. It just shot like rapidly. I was like, "Whoa, where's this come from?" And it's kind of just stayed like that and just keeps just kept cool. going up. And it just soon. keeps just keeps building. Yeah. Thing. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, because the thing with YouTube is like, once you have a video up there, you can keep earning from it. Yeah. It's not like every upload you earn from that. All your library is like earning, so that's that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, except for me, like I don't know if you found this when you were starting YouTube. Like, yeah, I would. Um, I always knew I wanted to do a photography channel, but then I have like some type of photography video. And then like maybe a year on, a few months on, I'm just like, I hate that video. And then I just hide it. 
and then I make another one and like do you did you ever do that with your old channels like to uh, stuff? I did I had a really shocking logo back in the day and I was like yeah this is not great maybe you can if someone goes to the channel and they go back from like old uploads they'll find like a really like <laughs> crappy <laughs> logo but yeah I've, since it's like it's not me on the in, in yeah, the video yeah, yeah. there's not really much I can critique I mean for you like you'd go back like two years later and you'd be like yeah my work's gotten so much better yeah like oh yeah my editing and whatever is like oh it's like oh, don't want to look at it yeah but like yeah I feel like I had that when I was doing YouTube before the music yeah I was like yeah I've got to take this down or like hide this this is yeah it's not with great. your like other channels with yeah because yeah. I feel like you you improve like over time and you look back and you're just like yeah that's like rubbish right now what kind of um stuff did you do other than like reviews did you have another channel after that or it was mainly kind of just that i tried to get into like the gaming scene kind of just like playing games like walkthroughs and stuff uh there's a lot of trial and error before you kind of land on it like how many years of trying and failing mm, until you like found like probably like error? four five four maybe. years well wow. yeah. see people people don't realize that like when you when you're starting YouTube, they think like, oh, so I uploaded a video, like, am I famous now? Yeah. It's like. Unless you're no. like really lucky. Yeah. So you must have gone through like the shit in YouTube. Like that's what I've kind of like yeah. been through. Even with my last video I made, I like did it on my GoPro. Yeah. I spent like an hour or two making it. And then I checked the footage and it was um actually in 9x16, which is like the <laughs> phone format. And I yeah. was like, oh. But then lucky it was in wide angle so I could crop it. But. Again, I was just like, yeah, this is why YouTube's actually one of the fucking hardest things to do because so much can go wrong and you're putting in so much time to make the videos. Oh, 100%, yeah. Um, like could fail. Because when I started, there wasn't such thing as AdSense or like you could earn money from YouTube. It was literally just uploading. People no just one gave a fun. shit. I don't even yeah. remember that. So what were people doing on there? Oh, just making yeah, videos Just, fun. just like, anything. <laughs> like no one gave the crap. Like that's that was, YouTube back then was so cool because like you could upload music. There'd be like no copyright. No one gave a shit, right? But now it's just a yeah, now <laughs> it's just you got to be careful with everything. Yeah, even um, yeah, I've I've seen they've kind of ramped up their checks for copyright. Um, oh, you might know this. Do you know how long you can play a song in a video before it's not copyright? Is it fifteen seconds or? Um, I've never really tried that. Sometimes they could probably hit you in about five seconds, like if you've got a little clip. Like even if you got music playing in the background. Yeah, I feel sometimes. Like pick it up. Yeah, maybe I feel like if you can actually sing it, they might like take it away from you sort of thing because literally really? yeah if you if it's like a cover they can still take it down yep uh Jeez, we've had that man. before some people just like do their own cover of it and then they'll like this is like similar to this yeah so so much you got to watch wow. out for so even like a cover of a popular track they can take that as copyright yeah so it's like it's even harder to kind of get in the game now so many things to think about yeah you can go through like you can buy the rights to use it so because there's a lot of like remakes nowadays on spotify of just the popular track or back in the 80s or the 90s so they would have had to buy like the rights to use yeah. it yeah because you can't just use it for free and do you know do you know how much like say a popular song um i don't know by like post malone or something mm. like if you wanted to use that for a youtube video do you have any idea how much you'd have to pay oh uh, like to get, you have to buy the rights for that, right? Yeah, uh, not for YouTube. I only know like for Spotify and releasing tracks because um, there's a website, I forget the website, but um, you can buy the rights. I think it's really cheap for Spotify. But if you want to like, if people to purchase the track from iTunes, then it racks up quickly and then you've really got to pay a lot of money. But 
I don't know. There's like a I don't know if it's like called a loophole, but like a lot of people just do the Spotify one. So, so can you you buy it from Spotify? No, you don't buy it from Spotify. There's like different websites that um you got to pay for the rights to oh. use the vocal or whatever. And then you could use that in a video or yeah uh, yeah. Well, I'm not sure about video. You kind of got to get the the right or like you got to contact the label for them to give you the rights to use it in a way. Yeah. But for releases, like there's a way you can um purchase the rights for it and use it on Spotify. Mm-hmm. And it's really cheap for Spotify, but if people are like downloading and paying for that on iTunes, yeah. then the rights to that go crazy. Because I think yeah. it's like a, it caps on a certain amount of downloads. Yeah. So if it hits over like 10,000, you've got to pay a bit more. Like 100,000, yeah. you've got to pay that cap. So I think a lot of people just do it for Spotify and then they just upload it to Spotify because it's oh, really okay. cheap by that. It doesn't count streams. It just counts like, hey, if you want to upload to Spotify, then you've got to pay that. Yeah, I'm oh. still kind of getting used to that because I don't. My label hasn't used that stuff yet. Yeah. We kind of just want to use our own stuff right now. Yeah, but yeah, I've heard from like other labels that's how they do it. They go through a website, they buy the rights, and then they'll probably just buy a little cap for iTunes and all the downloads, and then they'll just put it into Spotify. Oh, okay. Because it's much way cheaper doing it that way. Yeah. Oh, cool. Very confusing, but yeah. Yeah, it is. Eh? Um, have you? connected with any other like artists in perth locally or it's mostly international mostly international yeah i've had a uh, rudimental send me some stuff for promotion onto the channel oh so uh, they would send you music to have on your channel and then they'd get more listens. yeah more plays more for best yeah, promotion okay. for them yeah okay, i've cool. had tiesto's label they mess they send me their kind of label releases for us to upload to the channel um so your channel is basically an influencer for music yeah so they that yeah it's kind of promotion as well the youtube channel um so a lot of the big labels like sony warner um recently like had tiesto's label uh musical freedom they were sending me their releases for us to upload to the channel so give them more like like, hey we want to promote this music yeah and they send it out to say um I don't know, a SoundCloud playlist, a Spotify playlist, and YouTube playlists like yours. Yeah, so they'll kind of like just send it all to all the labels and the Spotify. And then, yeah, so they'll send stuff to me because um, we get some decent views on our songs. So they'll be like, hey, can you upload this? Um, you know, we won't take it down. You've got the rights to upload it. Oh, cool. And so, yeah. can you make money off Sony's uh, music? We usually platform? ask for whitelisting. Most of the time people will say no. Uh, depending on the big labels, they'll probably say like, oh, can you do like a 50-50 split? Yeah. Um, okay. Some of them maybe. I think like some of the smaller labels, well, most of them will say, yeah, um, just give us the YouTube link and we'll whitelist it for you. So you've got 100% like earnings from it. Oh, that's awesome. So you've connected with like what kind of brands? Sony, Warner, do you say? Warner yeah, Music? a bit of Warner tracks. Um, that's, that's huge. They're yeah. Like big companies. Right? 3B, um, mainly a lot of like really indie labels or independent ones. Yeah, like. Have you ever worked with. Um, Say brands, say like if Beats headphones want to like. Nah, stuff no or brands or and stuff like that. I feel like they focus on more of the people that do vlogging and. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I feel like. Because it's just music. Kind yeah, of to, for us to promote that stuff on our channel would be really hard. Um, yeah. We'd have to put like something over the screen because like, I don't show my face in yeah, the chat. Yeah. So I can't really talk about their brand. Mm-hmm. So we get a few, but we kind of just push them to the side. Nothing big like Beats headphones or whatever, really small stuff. Yeah. We kind of just have to push that to the side because there's kind of no way we can do that. Oh, cool. Yeah. Do you have any employees like working for you? Yeah, so yeah, I've got two um, employees right now, uh, Sean and Dan, uh, keeping it heel. They're a 
they're a group artists about artists um yeah so they're over in newcastle england they do a and r their directors at our, our label like kind of run the social medias uh check the emails for submissions kind of just like working a team of three basically yeah like nice guys oh cool yeah. and that's like um they're in, based in england yeah um and then you guys just do like zoom calls or something yeah so like mondays and wednesdays usually we'll go on facetime just kind of a few hours just talk about stuff and what we're going to do what we're going to push uh talking about like pushing the spotify playlist i think that's kind of what we're talking about now is kind of pushing the spotify playlist because i think that's really helpful for your releases oh yeah yeah, yeah because um are you you would make money off arrows tracks on spotify yeah so wherever they are like so if someone else like rips it or whatever and puts it on youtube it'll detect it and then we'll start making money off that straight away so it'll automatically kind of find it for you yeah so we go through label works and they've got everything there and you can so they've got like the youtube copyright stuff so if it detects on youtube if someone's uploaded with that track or any track from our label it will detect it and then the copyright will go into that video oh yeah and then the revenue will start making from there yeah oh cool and um what's your kind of future plans and vision for aero like how do you want to expand and stuff well the first thing we want to do is start like hosting events um that was our plan just before uh covid hit and then because we're going to go over to probably oh, like, like festivals oh uh, yeah kind of like clubs, oh, clubs probably yeah. not festivals yet oh cool yeah so there's people in um it's Where's your listener base? It's mainly Europe. So UK is like number one, uh, Scotland, Ireland, Germany, France, bit of the US, a little bit over here, but not much. No. It's mostly house music. Yeah. I don't think deep house and house music is popular in, here in Australia. Yeah. Maybe over in Sydney a little bit, but I'm not really in Perth, eh? Yeah. I feel like it's more like techno, like that heavy bass stuff over in Perth, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so you want to... Um, people who kind of know the Aero brand, you want to kind of grow the Aero brand and then people can kind of see it and they connect, uh, oh, this event would have like cool music that I like that I listen to. Yeah. So yeah, the first thing we want to do is kind of have an event. So you have like six or seven or whatever artists on the, on the lineup and kind of go from like, just have an event, like an all night sort of event in a club somewhere that that's probably the goal for us. First thing since COVID finishes, I want to fly over to there and get an event going yeah that's like the number one cool. goal for us right now that's awesome and then kind of like keep yeah keep going from there and maybe festivals have your own artist in the festival and yeah like- i feel like youtube was kind of like the thing the dream sort of thing and then now it's kind of like traveling around the world would be the next yeah. kind of step kind of just you've lived in perth your whole life yeah basically i've hardly been anywhere so literally just like melbourne and all that so yeah i feel like traveling around the world like hosting events or going to different places. Cool. I feel like that's like the next step for us. Yeah, that's probably, I guess that's probably be the same for me. Like once you have that goal of like, and you're earning income, because you can, you can travel anywhere. Yeah, literally uh, workspace, like no boundaries for workspace. So I could just, all you need phone is like a laptop. Or, really, yeah. yeah, phone to check emails or let's the laptop to like render and put your videos out. So literally you can work from anywhere, like on the beach or if you've got like internet or whatever. But yeah, just anywhere. Literally, all you need is a laptop. Man, that's awesome. That's the dream. Like, just working from the beach on a laptop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what else do you need? Exactly. Um, so you want to travel, expand the brand, and yeah, yeah. And did you find like with your goals on YouTube, like 
once you like once you reached it because like earning an income from youtube is like or earning a living from youtube is like huge yeah, earning anything from youtube is yeah. cool but yeah. let alone a living is I, I crazy earned, like i earned i've earned uh i've put on ads on this podcast recently like a couple of weeks ago yeah i've earned two dollars but you know what i'm stoked dude, dude <laughs> I'm stoked yeah i remember bucks. getting like 10 bucks and i was like holy crap like that's crazy i can buy like a little thing off the like yeah. ebay or something you know it is like that actually it actually makes me so much more stoked than any other income even um because you connected with me from uh, unsplash. unsplash yeah i gave you a message on yeah. unsplash and i think a couple of days later yeah. you messaged me on instagram and i was like yeah damn that's harry you know yeah <laughs> and um because yeah with unsplash now they've added a if you don't know what unsplash is it's a um, site where you can find free to use images and um, i upload like a lot of my work there um, just because you know sometimes you don't have a purpose for that image anyway and also you can get like a lot of reach from there like i've had millions of views on my images um, and now they've got like a hire me sort of button and like a message me yeah so that's, that's where i found you yeah yeah and that's how you um kyle connected with me um but yeah i've earned i've had like donations from people on like pexels and oh, unsplash yeah and um yeah it's just like such a cool feeling earning just that money from something you've created from the internet yeah oh yeah damn yeah freaking um you got people that just like get petrol money yeah like exactly. literally just maybe like 50 bucks a month and that's their petrol money yeah. you know for a week or whatever and they're stoked about that yeah like yeah. five bucks and like you can go out and have a coffee and it's just oh like, yeah and it's like I, free like, i didn't yeah. even have to work for that yeah well, yeah, mainly, yeah. Yeah, but it's like, um, yeah, for those for those listening, whatever you're, like, passionate about um, or, like, whatever you kind of create, like, there's always a way online, especially with YouTube, like, you can literally make money off anything. Yeah, like, the, the, the you know, looking at other YouTubers that are bigger than me, I'm just like, wow, they must be, like, earning, like, ridiculous amounts. Because I, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What what kind of channels do you watch on YouTube? Like, I guess, or do you just spend like a lot of your time? No, just, like, I actually watch quite a bit of YouTube. <laughs> You're actually. not just like listening to no. YouTube, you don't even watch it. You just like listening. No, no I hardly even like watch movies and on Netflix or TV or whatever. I'm usually just watching YouTube videos. Um, I've been really into like avoiding the puddle. Aris, I don't know if you've heard of him. He's like a Twitch streamer, gaming. He's oh, so you quite, watch like gaming and streaming? Yeah, some of that. It's like funny. He's like a really funny dude. Uh, yeah, some just vlog stuff. Yeah, what's your stuff? Oh, you watch my stuff? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, I got another viewer. Like, he's one of the six <laughs> viewers on my my latest video. But yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, do you like what about Netflix and that sort of thing? Yeah, probably like just to, like before bed, I'll just chuck on Netflix or something. I've just finished watching Stranger Things. Oh, with my is, girlfriend. Yeah, is there a new one? Is there a new uh, one? I think it's coming soon. Yeah, but um, I heard of it for ages. But I'd, like every time I watch a TV show, I'll get hooked on it and I won't like move from it. Oh, so yeah, I like yeah, really yeah. like, oh, I don't want to watch that because I'll just be like sucked in. Man, I started getting back into like uh, Breaking Bad. I hadn't seen oh, that so yeah, long. Yeah. But I just, yeah, love it. But yeah, with um, Stranger Things, that was actually a big inspiration. I don't know if you saw. Yeah, I it's made a like lot a, of like 80s. And, yeah. yeah, I made a um, Stranger Things photography video. Just those like neon lights and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. and that actually connects to Unsplash because... Um, yeah, someone actually took one of my photos. I don't know if you saw that thing on my Instagram. No. So someone, an artist in um, uh, America, I think, yeah. like Arizona or something, took one of my photos and like sold it. Oh, what? But she just added like a little. That watermark? Yeah, yeah. a little UFO. 
on ah. and that was all she did. So I like actually posted and tagged her and stuff and I was like trying to make her take it down. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's just like I think with the internet now, like Unsplash is actually really new. Like it only came out a couple of years ago. Yeah. And um, now with YouTube, more and more people are like making money and now there's like YouTube totally ramping up the copyright thing. I think oh, yeah. there's all these social media platforms. So it's like the internet is moving at such a fast pace. Um, there's always going to be new ways to kind of make money and there's always going to be new hurdles to kind of come over with all these different platforms and websites and licensing. Yeah, there's so much you got to keep up with. Yeah, because, yeah. yeah, I discovered, well, a friend told me about Unsplash for images and I was like, oh, yeah, this is cool. And I feel like a lot of the, like, labels or, like, YouTube promotional channels use images from Unsplash and Pixels. Mm-hmm. I feel like those websites are really good for that, yeah. Yeah. It's a good idea. So, yeah, that's how, like, if you're photography you want to, kind of get your work out there yeah like um i've had millions of views on some of mine i've actually earned yeah i got a check for like i think it was almost it was around 500 bucks like that's crazy just from unsplash yeah so a company wanted to use one of my images which i put on there for free they can use it for free but i think it was for a big project and they were just like super nice yeah and um yeah i got like 500 bucks for a photo so yeah that was that was my biggest check i think from like just earning money of the internet basically yeah i feel like that's the best way to do it is pushing your stuff out for free and yes, then like yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone yeah it gives more attention to it and everyone just downs for free oh this is cool check them out again and stuff like that and that builds your like brand or whatever i feel like it's the best way to push your your stuff yeah for sure yeah because that's what you did at the beginning just like yeah literally just stuff. yeah just putting out royalty free stuff yeah and then just kind of grew from there and then had people come in and submit their stuff because they wanted to get on the channel. I feel like that's the best way to do it, starting off like yeah, free. Or I just think that's a- the only way. Like you've got to – that's why you've got to have that passion yeah. first because, I mean, you've been in the game like like 10 years or something. Yeah. And like – I feel like I've been properly in the game for maybe like two, three years. Like I felt like once I hit 10K, I was like, okay, I'm in the game. Like and then 10K like subs? Yeah, and then once you hit 100K, I'm like, yeah, I'm properly yeah, in the game now. Yeah, it's always that like Because I feel up. like, yeah, even when I hit 1K, I was like, yeah, I'm in the game now. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm like just getting the game. Like, yeah, it's just always the, there's the next level. Yeah. But um, you, you kind of had to just keep creating and doing what you're doing for free, earning nothing and earning yep. and just like uh, working nights at Woolies. For like, I don't know how many years. I was like a couple of years, yeah. But before that, I was just kind of out of school, didn't know what to do. I was kind of just, yeah. Like what was driving you at this point, like back in the day? I felt like I was starting to earn a little bit. And I thought, okay, I'll keep so doing this. So when you this, had that 1,000 subs and you had that like I was check there. for like 10 bucks. Yeah, between <laughs> 10 and 50, I was like, okay, yeah, something can happen yeah. here. Yeah. And then probably did that for about a year. Then it was like 500. Yeah. And then the year after, it was probably like 1,000, you know? Yeah. It's kind of just that mindset, like, oh, if I keep going here, I can actually end up living out yeah, of Yeah, just it. keep building. And who are your kind of – do you have any inspirations for, like, following for this sort uh, of stuff? Yeah, like, big channels like UKF, No Copyright Sounds, oh, so like, you, those sort yeah. of channels. I was like, damn, if I can get to that level with this. And just, like, reverse engineer amazing. what they're doing sort That's of thing. That's it, yeah. That's kind of, like, how I got started. I was like, like, UKF and No Copyright Sounds, those sort of channels. I was like – yeah, damn, I could probably start one of these. It sounds, it looks pretty easy to do. I was like, yeah, why not? Let's give it a go. And yeah, here we are now. Awesome. How do you scout talent? Like if there's DJs out there who want to kind of get their work out there, what would you recommend? 
I always, if I was going to look for talent, I'd look through SoundCloud. That's probably the best way to go. Like just typing up random genres or deep house and then going into like the recent ones. You can find some hidden gems. So SoundCloud is a place to be if you're like a rapper or DJ. Yeah, 100%. Put your level. stuff on SoundCloud, 100%. Or just even try. Free again. Yeah, free. even like look at channels like me or maybe even smaller ones if you're starting. Um, just submit them to the yeah, channels okay, and then cool. they can upload your music and then, yeah, just keep like sending your music Connecting. out to everyone. Like even on YouTube, like channels like, like mine. Yeah, just kind of like push your music there, upload it to SoundCloud and before you know it because I've had plenty of artists come to me that are like, I didn't even know their names at first. Yeah. Started uploading their music and then releasing it and then all of a sudden they're like been uploading on big channels like Selected yeah. right now. Yeah. I think yeah, there's a guy called Yuma. He's like 17 or 18 years old from Germany. Wow. And I remember him sending some stuff or I remember it was either I found him or he sent me some stuff. I was like, damn, this kid's crazy. This guy's good. So I was like, uploading his music. And that was when he was kind of like I had a smaller following. And- yeah. He's been pro- he, he was being producing for like maybe a few years before this, but then he started sending me or I found him and then yeah, just uploaded. And now he's on like a big label selected, getting like a million Spotify plays. Wow. Like crazy. Man. Just this 18-year-old kid, man. Crazy. Jeez, that's yeah. cool. And how do people normally submit to you? They just find your email? and then- Yeah, so we've got the email on the channel. Um, on the Instagram, and can just submit to it. Yeah, just yeah, just submit the email. We usually like SoundCloud links. Some people just send us like download links, and we're just like, oh, we're gonna download this. Ninety percent of the time, it's like, no, we don't wanna, don't oh, want this. Yeah. yeah. So you just like how many songs do you have to listen to per day, or you have your team? Uh, probably like twenty or thirty. Yeah. So not much, but yeah, sometimes I'm just on SoundCloud looking, see if I can find anything good. But yeah, majority of the time it's just through our emails. Yeah, twenty or thirty a day. Yeah. Oh, cool. Are there any other kind of success stories from your channel that you've seen, like artists that kind of blown up on the uh, Back in the day, I'd probably say like 2013, 14. I don't know if you've heard of Sagala, the no. artist. No. No, he's, he's pretty DJ? popular right now. Yeah, he's on like the radio and stuff. I remember he brought out one track. It's like a Jackson 5 remix. Oh, cool. And he remade that. And um, I think I uploaded it to my channel and like no one knew him. And then that song literally like blew up and now he's just like – famous as yeah wow that's cool and like for djs even like local djs here in perth yeah um what would be your strategy and your advice to them to get their music out there like obviously you said submit it to channels like yours mm. like um that would probably be the way to go is send it to youtube channels that are promoting that sort of genre of music upload it to soundcloud yeah. see if you can maybe uh work with other artists is, is there a do you think there's a channel like yours, say, for like every type of I would music? say like so. Some people have like heavy drum and bass. Yeah, you've got dubstep channels, drum and bass, house music, hip-hop, uh, Latin music. Yeah, there's all sorts out there. So, yeah, 100%, probably the first thing I'd go on YouTube, find that like genre channel. Uh, I would, I don't know, if, you, if you're any good, I'd go for the big ones, but maybe like just the, you know, little ones for now and see how you go. Yeah, I'd say like submit to YouTube channels and upload to SoundCloud. That'd be like the number one tip I'd give. Percent. Oh, cool. And do you think you'd ever expand into the content creators game where um, maybe have a platform like um, Epidemic Sound or Soundstripe where you'd have um, s- subscribers, you know, content subscribers, and they can download your music and use them for YouTube? Maybe, yeah. I've never really thought of that, actually. I think, I mean, before we went this interview, you were talk, telling me about it. Yeah. I never heard of oh, it before. You, cause you, so. Yeah, of course, you'd, because um, you don't do like vlogs and that sort of thing. No. Um, but for, yeah, vlogs, you need, or like every YouTuber kind of needs 
Is it similar to like Patreon? Um, no, basically it's like kind of like Unsplash except oh, okay. a paid version of Unsplash and it's for music. So you go, you sign up and you pay like 10, 15 bucks a month. Yep. Um, and then you have access to all their music and you can download and use it in your video. Yeah. And um, you paste in your channel name. So then uh, your channel is whitelisted from all their music. Okay. Um, and I think if you stop paying for the subscription, it might. I think you probably you own it on that channel for, for you can use it on that cha- that video forever. That's a good idea. Uh, I don't think we're at that stage quite yet. I think we've got maybe like fifty eight or fifty nine releases in total, but um, I don't think we're there quite yet. But I feel like that's a like an amazing idea. I'd yeah. definitely be looking for, like into that in the future for sure. Oh, yeah, cool. it's awesome. So you've got um, how many of your songs or arrows? So the label we've about 58 right now we got another two coming out this friday cool so yeah we kind of push two releases every friday yeah yeah because yeah, i feel like um as i said as the internet's changing there's so many different platforms even these um these sites that you have to sign up for like epinex sound and soundstripe um they're also ways that you know artists can make money as you can be a musician and make money. Yeah, because um, SoundCloud's now, you can earn money from your tracks just uploading yeah. it through monetization, yeah. So SoundCloud's recently done that. Um, you can actually upload your sounds to Spotify without signing it to a label. All you have to do is just go through a distribution website and you can upload that. Cool. In like, you know, if you haven't got any copyright on your track, it's all your work. You can upload it to the distribution. You can start earning money from Spotify. You don't even need a label these days. No, but the label's there to push your track. To the audience, because if you're just uploading it to Spotify and you've got no audience, you're not really going to get any plays. Yeah, so that's why artists go to these big labels because they push it, push it to other people on the radio or whatever. But yeah, definitely, like if you can upload to Spotify as well, yeah. Okay. Because that's a little bit you can earn a little bit from that as well. Yeah. Sure. Is it? Do you think it's? Do you earn more from Spotify or YouTube? What the label us? Uh yeah, just off music. Um, YouTube, yeah. For my music personally, um, oh, yeah, because really... you you create your own music as well, wouldn't you? Yeah, so yeah, Ezo is my artist name, E Z O H. Yeah, um, I started doing it recently. Like I've been producing for years, but kind of just releasing stuff now, and I haven't really got any revenue back because labels it takes them like three to six months just to get royalties in. Yeah. So yeah, it's quite a long waiting hey, game. But you're yeah. you're on your own label, right? What's that? You're on your own label, like you put. Your music on um, error, don't you? Yeah, and I also signed them to other labels as well. My own music, I signed them to other labels. So I just recently signed and tracked to Storm Music. Oh, cool. They're quite big. Uh, Ian Storm's label. Can you um, sign it to multiple labels? No. Nah, so once you, you can only sign that track to one. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I think that's I think that maybe have hit three hundred thousand streams right now. Just doing pretty well. It depends on the label because three hundred thousand. Damn, that's good. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. On Spotify or on Spotify, yeah. And I think on our channel, maybe like between 10, 50, 10 and twenty thousand plays. Views, yeah. What kind of music? Like deep house, yeah. Deep house, oh, I mean, cool. Yeah, a bit like moody deep house, yeah. Because yeah. what's cool is basically you've you started the channel on you you even when you started the channel you were making music, right? Ah, uh, yes, but like just kind of learning still. Learning still, still but yeah. You've kind of, um, as you were learning, you were kind of making error and then you learned about, you know, you learn about um, royalty-free music and yeah. copyright and then you created your own label and you learned about like marketing 
other people's music on your playlist and stuff. So you kind of, now you know how labels think and you're creating yeah. your own music and you know how to market your music, which yeah. is like, that's fucking cool. It's worked out that way. Yeah. It's yeah. quite uh, beneficial for me because um, I can just make a track and then upload it to my channel. And then, yeah, there's like 10,000 streams right there. Exactly. That's yeah. Like I don't, I always try to put out the best. I just won't put out any old rubbish. Like we yeah, always strive yeah, yeah. for like the best, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, because um, so I don't want to be seen as like, oh, he's just putting his own music out there. <laughs> yeah, just for, yeah that I, was the that was the whole goal, just like yeah, <laughs> making yourself famous. And then. Yeah, I always wanted to make it like the music, the best I can possibly make it. Yeah, so I don't want to put out any old rubbish, and everyone's like, oh, he's only putting it out there because it's him. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. You probably got to be, you're probably extra careful about your yeah music that you're putting out. Definitely more careful than looking at other people's submissions for sure. Yeah. Cool. Um, do you think um, because no. You can't, um, not anyone can download and use the music that you put on your channel, right? Or is it some of it is um, royalty free? Yeah, so I'd say like more, 50% is probably royalty free, 50% yeah. is like claimed by other labels. Say, yeah, you go into your dashboard and you go into like your videos and you can see if it's got copyright or not. I'd say oh, like cool. 50% copyright, but like mostly it's, like I contact the label or they'll contact me saying, yeah, it's okay to use. I just won't upload any old, like. And is it? Is your audience mostly people looking for new music, or is it people looking for royalty-free music? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I think everyone just comes out because they like deep house music, and they just chuck it on. Like your average listener probably has it on in the background and just like listens to the playlist. Yeah, there's probably. I don't. I haven't actually made a playlist on our channel yet. There's probably heaps of people that have made their own little arrow playlists or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I never even thought of that because um, even for my channel, I'm thinking like I should just start playlists like for some sort of photography playlist like street photography yeah and they like play and then some some people would just chuck on street photography videos and it's just people walking around the city taking photos so like that's a good definitely recommend it yeah 100 i've just uploaded so many videos now it take me like days to get everything in the right playlist yeah but i should really like do that but yeah you should definitely it's a good idea if everyone wants to like look at moody shots that's the playlist there they'll get exactly. through that yeah yeah, no, that's a that's a really good method out there, especially for those listening that do YouTube. Like, maybe playlists are like they they I think they're very underrated. Definitely, like, because if you're just someone's there and it will just they're not really paying attention, it will skip to the next video, and that's, that's another view. Yeah, you know? that's why music makes so much and gets so many views. Because I mean, on YouTube, most of the time they're probably not even like watching it. Yeah, they but, just put it on in there in a house party or something, and they'll just put on this playlist and they'll just leave it there. Exactly, so it can just rack up like tons and tons and tons of views. Yeah, that's why I should get on that playlist. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm going to get into the playlist game. 100% do it. Awesome. And then for your kind of brand as Ezo, mm. um, how do you want to, what's your kind of vision for yourself? and your? Uh, just kind of putting out music at the minute. Um, hopefully one day I'll be at a festival or a club or something. It'd be yeah. crazy. Um, have, you, yeah. have you done any festivals or clubs mm, or live nah, music because i've recently just started this probably i don't know three or four months maybe at the start of this year or what making just putting out my music oh you, so you only started putting out your own music like three months ago yeah since the start of this year i've been like learning my music for like 10 years now but i haven't really been putting anything out there just learning and learning try to get like better and better because oh, cool. i don't want to i've got i just i don't want to put anything out there that's not yeah. great and i will just yeah. be like oh just putting out for the sake of it, I really want to like have this like really good, you know. 
Yeah, hundred percent. I think that's like with any creative, you like very. Um, you can be very self-conscious about your work and like, especially if you've already built this channel of like, three hundred twenty thousand um, subscribers. You don't want to put something on that's like your work and it's not. Yeah, even good. with submissions, you get some submissions that are like not really that great. And I sometimes we well we get heaps, so we can't really give feedback to everyone. But sometimes we will, and we just be like, yeah, you're like just almost there. Just work on this, work on that. Like, don't rush it. Take your time, and you'll get there. Oh, you see, you give feedback to them. Yeah, well, sometimes, not all the time. But yeah, I wish we had the time to do it. But it's just like really in depth. It just takes way too long. But yeah, I always say just like, you know, take your time, don't rush it. Because people will give them the feedback and then they'll be back three hours later. Like, okay, I've done this. Can you have a look at it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so what we say is like, you know, just, you know, take a week or whatever just to work on it, get it right, and then come back and then maybe we can upload it or if it's any good. But yeah, just definitely take your time. Don't rush or put anything out there that you're not really happy with, 100%. Okay, and is all the music on Aero like a similar genre or you have different... Yeah, it's versions? all Deep House basically, yeah. We've got like a sub-label called Aero Tech Records, which is yeah. like Tech House, which is similar but it's more like kind of basic in a way compared to Deep House. So yeah, yeah our channel is mainly like Deep House, yeah. We don't upload anything else really. Because maybe that's a good tip for whether you're a musician or a content creator. You want to like find your own niche, niche yeah. your own sound. Um, and then once you know that, like for me recently, I, I guess in the past year, I've kind of discovered my photography style, which is like kind of dark, moody, cinematic images. Yeah. And now I know what videos to make and now I know what Instagrams to connect with, which do that same style. So it's like similar yeah, definitely find a niche. I feel like there's a lot of YouTube channels that upload every sort of music or whatever, which is fine. But I feel like if you stick to that one niche, you'll bring a lot more people in. That's just me. But yeah, I feel like, yeah, just kind of find your niche. How did you find um, Aero's sound? Was it just... Um, well, it started off as a drum and bass channel um, in 2013 for about a year. And then I was in school one day with my mate in like IT on the computers. And he was like, oh, check out this. It's like, damn, this music's sick. This is deep. This is like crazy. So I switched over and then just kind of from there. Because I feel like I looked at uh, all the channels and there was only like maybe like one or two that were doing it. There wasn't a lot. Now it's just there's heaps of them. It's like hard to even grow now. So I feel like, yeah, find your niche 100%. Because there's a lot of like channels out there that are not even doing like Yeah, because I mean, yeah. were you when you started like YouTube, you were even, you were just experimenting like like everyone, even myself, like make a video yeah see if it works like and it took you know years to even find that you wanted to make a music channel yeah it took four years so yeah it does take time yeah. four years like because i i'm three years in and yeah. I'm, I'm just kind of i feel like i've found my feet like i know what to upload now I'm yeah. trying to upload two or three videos a week that's a good yeah it's a good yeah um, i think that's what people are saying like upload two to three videos a week is that how many do you upload a week? Try to get one a day, but our music, it's quite easy. You don't have to go out and film. Yep. It's literally just, yeah, grab a image, track, render, upload. But that's how you grew so fast, isn't it? Yep. Just uploading. It's got to be consistent because if you don't upload for a week or two, then viewers can forget about you. They can leave. They won't come back. Yeah. So I feel like like for your photography, I feel like two or three is perfect. Yeah. 100%. Because like, it takes a lot of work for you to edit. Yeah. Go out there and take a photo or whatever. Yeah. Come back, edit it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit of time. It's definitely getting faster and faster. Like it used to take me 
a, a week or even more yeah. to make one video and now I can make it in a day. Um, and I guess that's just, that's probably the same with you. Like um, f- now you're probably so much faster. What oh you yeah. It's probably taking me like an hour or two to finish off a video, but now it's like 10 minutes, like yeah. render 10 minutes and then like upload it. It's easy. Yeah. It takes like half an hour of my time a day. Yeah. And cause you've been in the YouTube game kind of, such a long time do you have any strategies or tips for other youtubers out there like any secret hacks or anything uh well back in the day like for me it was just being consistent but now you've got facebook ads instagram ads i definitely take advantage of those to push your like channel or label youtube ads anything so you you post a lot of ads and run a lot only for our spotify because i feel like our channels like at that point we don't need to i feel like yeah we might have to do it eventually but yeah i feel like if you're gonna promote your channel Definitely do a Facebook ads for sure. That would definitely boost your channel's viewers like hundred percent. But definitely like number one tip for me is just be consistent. Yeah. Don't leave it too long because your subscribers will forget about you and they'll mm-hmm. go away. Yeah. Definitely like for you two or three a week's like bang on perfect. Yeah. And then the growth will come. Okay, cool. And I think it's important to find like find your system first, like find out what videos you want to make and find your sort of brand. And then from that, that's where you can kind of dive into the marketing more than the creation side of it. Yeah, so definitely focus on being consistent. And then once you've got that on like down, then definitely go into ads, see if you can push it. Maybe collab with a different YouTuber who's maybe got the same amount of subs or even more. And then their, their viewers will come over to you. So definitely collabing and being consistent for me, like the number one and two for me. And then Facebook ads if you can, because I know it cost, can cost us some money, you know. So definitely, you know, look at collabing and then just being consistent. That's the tips I'll give 100%. Yeah, collabing, consistency with videos, utilizing playlists, um, which I'm going to check out. Definitely. Um, and then focus on the long game. Like it's it's, it's a long game. That's you've, it. You've been in it a long time. And See, that two bucks was like awesome for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Imagine when you hit 50 and yeah. just, just, you know. Look, look, look to the future because, yeah. you know, you'll get there if you keep doing it. Trust me. 100%. Well, thank you so much, Carl, for coming in and like... Pleasure, man. Thank um, you. Again, it's so inspiring to meet someone who's like earning a full... Literally earning a full-time income from YouTube. Um, so, yeah, thanks for coming no, in. Thank you, man. This is the first time me meeting another YouTuber. So, it's yeah, been a pleasure. Yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah, let's keep it going. Yeah, thanks for having me on. No worries. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, why not share it around? Check us out on Instagram and YouTube at Digital Creators Podcast. And these, as well as the other relevant links for our guests, can be found in the show notes. See you in the next episode.